and thank you for tuning back into the Off Center Archers podcast. Uh, this is number 63, and I am Stephanie. And I'm Anthony. And we are back this weekend for the 2019 ATA weekend show. It was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And did they, was it a half day today? Sunday? No, I don't think so. I think it was just Thursday, okay. Friday, Saturday. Last year, I could have sworn that it was a Sunday deal, too. Oh, I don't know. No I, one I was posting sworn. any videos today. Everything was prior to today. Yeah, and Saturday night, actually, some of the the vendors that were there, well, not ven- well, uh, companies, wherever, that we follow on Instagram, mm-hmm. they were showing everything being packed up Saturday night. Right. So I could have sworn that it went through Sunday. No, no, I think I it's just not. three days. Okay. Either way. So we uh, we have a lot to go over as far well, as we have a pretty good amount of stuff i kind of left out a lot of stuff and yeah we'll uh, you get know to what? why i left it out <clears throat> compared to last year i feel like it's not as much no it's really not no no there last year besides the one bow company we'll get into there seemed to be a lot more innovative things mm-hmm. last year this year there's a lot more things that are um that you wouldn't expect that are coming out the tops of everyone's videos on YouTube's. Like their reaction is like, well, okay, this is kind of shocking. Right. So. Um, oh, you know, I have to say real quick, because we were talking about it earlier, because we've been watching all the YouTube videos of oh, everyone going yes. on. And I think it's funny because since we've been doing the podcasting from when we started, it's been uh, two years now. Yeah. Two years. It's almost yeah. two and a half years. <clears throat> so. When we started two years ago to now, we've learned a lot and we've changed a lot and listening to ourselves and input and everything like that. Because we like to hear input from people about, you know, uh, you know, to do this better or you could change this or whatever. Because it helps. Yes, it does. I We're agree. not pros. We're just doing this because it's fun. But it's nice if someone who actually knows what the hell they're talking about says, hey, if you change this, it'll sound a lot better. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so well, we've gotten a lot of tips and advice from people about. Right. You know, and apparently, according to everyone, it's my voice that becomes the issue because I'm a lot deeper and I have a little bit more. Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I have a lot more of a, a, a grittiness to my voice, whereas everyone's like, whatever you have her set on, if you change into a new program for the equalizing of the audio, right. just set that shit the same. I'm like, I'm okay, perfect. cool. So, so uh, you know, I, I know I mentioned to you earlier that it's mm-hmm. funny because after listening to us and trying to do certain things, last oh yeah, our it, ums and whatnot that we've worked on getting rid of some of the people they were watching, and it's it's probably because that's not the video is not the thing that they do. They work for the company and they're either being interviewed for certain products or oh yeah, clips absolutely. or anything like that, and it's probably not their thing. They don't do right. video. But it's funny because some of them are, um, um, oh yeah, um, like even in some of the videos that we watch to like uh, make this list and stuff, and I I hate to, because everyone's going to think automatically everything we're going to say this year is going to be great about PSE, and it's really, there really wasn't much from PSE that really impresses us, so the the, the big impressions from us are not from PSE, and those are the bows we shoot on a normal basis. Yeah. But- it was it was kind of really bad when I was I think I was watching one of the bowhunting.com videos. I like their videos. Well, maybe it wasn't bowhunting.com. Well, the the two guys, the two no, main no, no. guys. No, no, no. This was a, a heavier set guy with a goatee. I can't remember which one it was. I wrote down everybody that I was watching. Oh, the outdoorsman. N- no, no, that was a bunch of young kids. 
the outdoorsman was like a bunch of like mid 20 year old i think it was he's one of the bowhunting.com guys but it's not the two main guys it's another it's that guy extra that, they guy have. that yes, kind of exactly. pops in and out well he went to go shoot one of the evokes from pse and you could see the guy that was with them was just like oh fuck there's a camera i'm nervous yeah. and he was just he just like froze up like you could just see on his face of Oh shit, I have just forgot every stat on this bow. <laughs> this I'm gonna look like a fool on camera. It so, um it shoots real good yeah, yeah. and um, um uh, I, I think it does three forty <laughs> and everyone's like, You think it does three forty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But it's horrible because we're not we're not perfect. I still no, no, get we're not. you know, we still do our ums here and there. Uh you know, we have worked on them a lot better so oh, that God. they're not so frequent but man i listened to some of our old episodes and i'm like damn my brain hurts i said i'm um, like 47 times in 40 minutes it's only horrible though because now i'm just starting to pick up on that I'm yeah like, yeah oh, yeah you know what i'm not i'm not gonna go there and we're still not perfect i mean we're, no. we're still working a lot of this stuff out with the sound and with all the gear and you know after shit i still have more upgrades planned for our system to make it sound even better <laughs> you describe better. stuff to me that i'm still like i don't know what the fuck yeah but now about. you're starting to pick it up like <laughs> that dude sounds like shit what the do no, you the audio i that? still no the audio I still, yeah but even no i can pick it up when no, no 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 okay so i was watching a video that someone was doing i don't know what they were taking it from but the thing is is that oh it was the uh the treason guys Treason. The, the, the Treason. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't for the life of me pronounce their name right. I don't know why. It's basically Tree Z Y N. Yeah, Treason. Okay. It's the company that sponsors that young archer chick, uh, Reagan Bryan. Yeah, it's the one I that someone like sent her death threats and her dad was like, I will beat your ass. I look at their name <laughs> and I want to pronounce it differently than what they i guess meaning to have it it's actually cool they've actually just... worked the name into a bunch of like because uh, we watched a couple of their videos and i actually particularly watched the ones that reagan herself is in right um because you're a female so it, i mean really no 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 no. she actually they had her doing specific videos on what they call the vixen series yeah which is specifically made for women's bodies you know right. tapered waist wider at the hips blah 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 and it actually, you like, you could see, like, when you look at regular camo pants, they all look dead straight. Ooh, slapping the microphone right. stand. Um, you could actually see physically the taper on these pants. Like, the waist looked two, three inches smaller than the hip area. So, and they, like, even, um, like, the shirts, the taper in the center of the shirts was I more... Hate that. Well, it was more towards how like a, a woman would wear it. Well, camouflage you want it tighter because know, you don't want I it to interfere with the bow or whatnot. Shit. I know you don't. Well, you're a bit of a tomboy <laughs> when it comes to a lot of that type of stuff. No, but they were doing a video of some of their new stuff, mm -hmm. and I couldn't hear the guy talking over whoever was shooting, oh, yeah. like the people in the background. Mm -hmm. it, it picked up. It was one of those like, and it's not to sound like an audio snob, like we know everything. It, it it was, this is one of the reasons you don't use the microphone on the camera. Well, you I don't know what he was using because. No, no, I, I was watching the video through. I could tell flat out that it was the microphone that was on the camera and like somebody forgot to turn, let's say, hopefully they had like a road, mm -hmm. uh, road shotgun microphone right which is normally what you would mount to a dslr to make the audio sound good because it focuses on what's in front i of don't it, so. know but i couldn't hear him over all the guys talking in the background right right mm -hmm. so all right so before we get this all started here where do you want to start gonna, because oh, i have like a couple things that i'm we kind have to of give excited our, about our shout out to the people whose videos we watch because all these people are awesome all right 
So first off, we watched four main people. One was bowhunting.com, which I already said. They're awesome. I like right. Them. Those guys, those two, the two main guys are absolutely hysterical. They work well together. Their conversations back and forth are good. Their jokes actually make sense when they pick on each other. Is that guy's name John, the one with the glasses? I don't know. Man, I know a couple, they say it all the time. They say it all the time, but I can't remember their names. <laughs> but um, in particular, like the, the videos that they did, we watched, uh, I watched pretty much every one of their videos, but obviously the favorites are going to be the, the recaps of the days because they picked their favorite products of yeah. that day. And also they had the awesome Mr. PJ Riley from Lancaster Archery in their yeah. video, which also makes it better because PJ himself works very, very well with those guys. Uh, another channel we watched for just as reference for everything was Archery Talk. You know, another very well-known, they have a forum and stuff like that. It was actually one of the places I made fun of when we first started the podcast because I was booted out of the Facebook group for uh, the, the torso targets because we were having fun because our archery range had no regular targets. Because people are too sensitive. And then the last one is a local channel, which I found out existed today, and it's Jeremy from the Archery Shack. When they had an hour long. Oh, he long, has his own channel. That was his channel for the oh, Archery Shack. Oh, I didn't show. know you didn't. Ha you just I didn't found know. Out I, I found that out today. And when he said, oh, this is Jeremy from the Archery Shack. I'm like, fuck, I've watched this dude make bowstrings. And he does fantastic stuff. So he's down here in Anderson, uh, South Carolina. And he had him and the uh, other four guys from the shop in the video. And yeah. They did a, a they bow roundtable. Yeah, a, a just bows. They shot every bow in the place. And some of the reactions were really, really cool. And some of them were just straight fucking brutal. And you want to just start right there since you're already kind of leading into it? About the bows? Yeah. Okay. So a lot of the stuff that we we kind of expected to be cool, everyone's like, all right, you know, just because we shoot PSE, so I'll just start there. Well, first of all, mm -hmm. they basically what you're setting this up for so everyone has an idea of, mm. of what we're talking about. There was, let's see, I think two, four, there was six of them, I believe. One, two. Five. Three, four. Five. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to picture them at the table and count mm -hmm. in my head. So all the guys, they went and they went to every single company that was there for bows. So you had, they basically went through, they went through Hoyt, PSC, Matthews, Matthews uh, Obsession. Obsession, Prime, Martin and uh, Gearbox, Gearhead. Gearhead. Gearhead I don't know Archery. I keep saying Gearbox. Gearhead Archery. And it's 20 inches. Uh, Bowtech. Right. Bowtech and. Oh, shit. That was pretty much Did it. Did I say Prime? Made, yes, you said Prime. Da, 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 da. That was pretty yeah. much all. And, and Darton was another one. Uh, Darton. Right. So Matthew's 10. booth had some mission bows and stuff like that. Yeah, so but it was like 10 mission different vendors. bows are part like a. Are part of, of Matthews, yes. Yeah. So they went through all those companies. And for everything they did, the hunting bows, and then they did the target. Uh, the tournament. Yes, target bows. Yeah. Tournament editions, whatever. And then they basically, they had like this little notepad that they put their little notes on about, uh, you know, different aspects of the bow, what they liked about the actual... Um, no, wow. I'm like trying to search for Well, they, for they gave like the bows like one to five star ratings. What they liked, did the bow have a lot of vibration? Right. And some of them actually, they, they were shocked about some of them, which I thought was really, really cool because the one we were, because we kept pointing it out of like the stuff Bear was doing to people. Yeah. Like I made the comment about the whole- Bear, that was the other one. Right. Oh, and Bear, yes. They shot the bears. Jesus yes. Christ. Yeah. The bears. Uh, Doug's going to laugh at that one. The bulls. So- 
<laughs> but they shot the bear bows and their reaction to them was something I, I was kind of like hoping for. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. It was like, wow, these are great. I mean, for the price, keep that in mind. The the, the two main bows that they walked away, you know, like the, the they said the Kuma was good, but it's just a revision of the original Kuma, which they already thought was good. Right, right. Uh, and then you had the Divergent and the, the Revival, yes. which is the, the 3D series target style bow. And they straight, they said straight up, like all of them, their top five bows, the Divergent was in there for hunting and the Revival was there in their top fives for target series bows, which is really, really cool. When you think about it, I mean, even a, a, a Supra right now, the Supra Focus is 1000 to $1,100. Right. The Revival $700. And they said any day of the week they'd pick that bow up, throw some some limb dampeners on it, some stabilizers, and they'd probably they'd do really, really well with that bow. Like there's there was minimal vibration with nothing on these things. Right. So and these are all like out of the box bows. So they're not tuned, they're not set up to anyone. They were just here. It's set to IBO numbers and shoot. So which I thought was really, really cool because, you know. I like the way the Divergent looks. Price is killing everybody, you know? Yeah, the the price, they kind of set a new pace for some of the pricing because everyone is, is $1,000 or higher right now for their right. brand Absolutely. new bows coming out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people, uh, when you kind of have an idea of what you want and you're willing to put the money in and, and you have it, that's one thing, but a lot of people don't have that budget to to stretch right and there, there's nothing wrong with getting an older bow there really isn't but no, to try all. and put brand new bows out there as an option that are uh they'll save you a couple hundred dollars is is kind of good for a company to do because it gives them more of a range for people like okay you know you can't afford a thousand eleven twelve hundred dollars mm -hmm. on a new bow but we have another one that's like seven hundred 800 oh yeah it's still up there right but it's yeah you know, but still option. when you really think about it right now a lot of the higher end companies being matthews hoyt especially right uh, well matthews and hoyt especially those two pse does have ones that are a lot more that are in the 500 to you know 300 to 500 600 range to have more of the mid-price bows right whereas companies like matthews and hoyt their price point bow is $850. It's more than the Divergent. Right. The Divergent is $700 brand new out the box. Right. Slap your shit on it, throw some anti-vibration dampeners on it, and you are good to go. So it, it, they, they kind of bring back the price point effect of what a lot of the other companies are doing. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of Give skewing. Competition. Yeah, it, it really is skewing the price point of what all these other companies are saying is the new price point. The new price point is not $850. The new price It's like 1200. Right. Exactly. You know, they're what they were con they're considering the price point bow is 850. Meanwhile, bears like oh, our high-end bows are 900. You know, besides the perception, which was one of the bows that by everybody got fucking butchered. Holy shit. So yeah, the perception, which is basically the shoot through. Right. When it first got released, and we actually we mentioned all of them that that actually were getting released when they got released. Right. So I saw nothing and I don't know if maybe I overlooked it, but I, I know that you didn't see it either. No, I didn't see nothing about the, the, the fact you talk that, about the limited edition quantity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The perception is actually a limited edition quantity and they're only making what they say two fifty. 
250 bows. 250 of them. And I guess the reasoning was because they at the price point that it's set at, so it's a $1,500 bow, and it was a shoot-through, which was a, a completely different design. Right. Mm -hmm. And they weren't sure how it was actually going to sell. Mm -hmm. And they called it a limited edition to right. make to, to put it out there saying, okay, we're only making an X amount of these. So if it doesn't sell, they were only making that many anyway. So right. mm -hmm. it's it's not like they had all these at, you know. At oh, yeah, no, no I agree. Well, but I, they, what it seems I guess they're getting the reaction that no one is. No one's happy with that fucking bow. No. Nobody. Well, you know, and I keep, I don't know why this is escaping me right now. Because I was going through everything that they had on their checklist. Mm-hmm. And what what was it? Oh, I'm, I'm gonna sound like a fucking moron. So the um, when you're pulling back on the bow, what yeah. were they calling that? What do you mean the hump? Yeah, no, they're talking about the valley. The no, 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 no. I, I I have the words for those. But what were they calling it on their their checklist when it's how it how the bow actually draws back that feeling the um well they the they curve said, yeah the the, 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 <laughs> the draw curve yes thank you okay. They they described it some. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna use it. Well, exactly. it's also a very aggressive bow, but they said the problem wasn't the draw no. of the bow, and this is what everyone else pretty much said. They everyone said the same exact damn thing about the bow. Mm. It's not the drawing of the bow. The bow vibrates horribly. Yeah. And they said, and pretty much the only company that was worse, which was horrible because they said it was every bow they shot, was Martin. They would like pretty much. Everybody remember Martin from the 90s, and I remember Martin from the 90s, because that's when I started shooting. Martin was like the shit back then. Yeah. And they were like, these are junk. Yeah, they and said- And that, that, that like rang synonymous through every video of people that shot the Martin shit. You just see them shoot the bow, and well, they'd Martin, look at it and be like, something's fucking wrong. The thing is that they also mentioned that this is another buyout from a different owner. Twice in like two years. So the original owner of Martin- uh, from from what I've been hearing, it's gone through two other ownerships from the original. Yeah, the company's so been... So this is not the same manufacturer as, the I guess, the Martins no, that were big. Then. No, no, not at all. So this is kind of just a different company, but they're just still trying to use the, the, the same name mm -hmm. that was actually doing well in the past, but not right. really. But the other one that I thought you were just going to mention mm -hmm. was the Matthews that they shot. Well, they shot a bunch of them. And surprising enough, especially one Not guy. one of them liked the Matthews. None of them. None. Even their, their new flagship bow that was actually just released at ATA. Yeah, the, the, the Tactic. Tactic. The Tactic now, the, the 30, 30 and a half inch ATA. Which was really, really surprising. And they said it, it basically shot like every single Matthews bow that they've ever shot in the past. Well, the one guy said it shot like a Matthews that should be 12 years old. Yeah. That Which like there's surprising. no, it, it doesn't shoot like the halons. Well, mm -hmm. that, well, whatever you want to call them now, they're not halons anymore. But it doesn't shoot like those. It doesn't shoot like the TRXs. It doesn't shoot like the tri, uh, the triax. He's like, it shoots like a Matthews that I had twelve years ago. Nobody liked the new grip, apparently. Yeah, they said the new grip felt very cheap. Yeah, they, everyone said, like, a lot of people are saying the same thing. But also now, granted, all the Matthews that were at the, at the, um, at the booth for everyone to shoot, yeah. all the Matthews bows had grips on them. None of them had the available kit where you can take the grip off, put some side panels on the riser, and shoot directly from the riser. Yeah. So. 
But the one guy there, I don't remember his name, but the one guy from the shop, he was very against... Anthony. What? That's his name. Is it? Yeah. His name is Anthony. He was like real redneck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very harsh Ooh. southern accent for he's he's a Some South Carolina. Some of the words boy. you couldn't even understand. And I was like, no, no, oh no, I can understand I, him I just tr- fine. I got to translate redneck for you. My, my coworker that I work <laughs> with is worse than him. I, I can understand him just fine. Holy shit! But he was very against, very against the Matthews. He hated them. He hated the way they pulled back. He hated. What did he say? He he would not spend not one dollar of his hard earned money, and that's the correction because he actually said it wrong in the video. He said his hard on his hard on money, and everybody <laughs> laughed at him at the table. Um, he said he wouldn't spend like a dollar of his hard earned money on not any bow that's made by a company that starts with M, yeah, which meant Martin, Mission, Matthews, none of them, which was wild. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, so that was a little surprising. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, it could be just opinion. And the Traverse is the one I'm like, dude, that thing looks great. Honestly, the verdicts it, and the Traverse. Oof. It could be just opinion, but that was surprising. Mm-hmm. Usually, you have like a mixed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Then Not now, one of them liked the grip. It seemed nobody seems to like the new grips, even though after no. and that was the biggest complaint. That was my biggest complaint about any of the Matthews I've shot was the fucking grip. I didn't like the grip. At all. Well, the one guy said, man, I don't know any of their names. It's horrible. No, no. I just know Jeremy and Anthony. Uh, one of them said that he has small hands and mm-hmm. he was still wrapping around it was very narrow. the grip to where he was falling into some of the like the very front divots. Right. So he, it's not like it, even even his small hands basically were, were taking up the whole thing. It wasn't. I don't know. I, I mean, the fact that know. it has a grip on it, one is good. I mean, because then it leaves room for aftermarket stuff. So I could see that being picked up by the company Ultraview that was already making grips for the Matthews bows to fix all the complaints everyone else already fucking had about them. Yeah. Um. So, you know, some people are going to like the new grip. Some people are not going to like the new grip. You know, but everything and if else you don't about like the, the bow, new grip, I was you can try. Very surprised with. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, if you don't like the grip, you could take the grip off. Try to shoot directly from the um, the riser itself, which yeah. is always the option. And or you can, you know, get a hold of a company, like I said, like Ultraview and right. get the, you know, uh, shit. They made, they custom made Jesse Broadwater's uh, grip for him. And now they sell it and it's got, you know, a five degree attachment, 10 degree, 15 degree, whatever, you know. But yeah, I mean, Matthews really, really got, got butchered by a lot of people, which I thought was kind of strange because, you know, the... All the other stuff that I've seen before watching any of the videos today, the verdicts and the traverse were getting fantastic reviews. And then all these, a lot of these uh, YouTube channels that are going there and shooting these bows, and they're just like, no, we're not impressed. Yeah. The the, the draw cycle, the draw cycle is That's it. it. Oh, the draw cycle, not the draw curve. Those words were escaping me. Right. I'm the like, draw I fucking cycle, know this. They're Jesus like, Christ. it seems very, very bland. Thank you. It doesn't seem like it's just a nonstop pollen, and all of a sudden <laughs> it just breaks. You know, yeah. it's it. You don't. They don't. You don't feel it ramp up. A lot Who of bows, else, you feel uh, it ramp up, and then then the, it breaks. The one guy, he, uh, God, I forgot which company he was talking about. He was saying that the draw cycle was rough, but then uh, the redneck Anthony, mm-hmm. he was saying that he actually liked it. And it was because it was for real men. Yeah, it was aggressive. Which uh, <laughs> well, probably a, a, a it, obsession. No, it was an obsession. <sighs> I thought it was obsession, or no, actually, it might have been the Bowtech because Either they were shooting or... the SSR and the SR6. 
or the SS6 and the SR6, I think it is. One's a super speed bow. Or it honestly might be Prime, super... to tell you the truth. Or it might be Prime. Prime actually got really, really good reviews from yeah. almost no, every channel we've No, I think it was actually Prime. That the, he said that the draw cycle was actually really nice and really smooth. Yeah. It was a little bit more aggressive. But the next one said that it was harder on his shoulder, and he said, well, it's for a real man. Yeah, it's for a real man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's for a man to shoot, yeah. But they had excellent... I mean, reviews for Prime. Everybody, every channel says these new two, these new CT series bows yeah. are fantastic. You got a CT3, CT5, CT9. So you got yeah. a 35 bow, th 35 inch axle to axle. Wait, no, let me just start from the top. CT9 <laughs> is a 39 inch. CT5 is a 35. CT3 is a 33. So wait, you got, wait, they just matched the end of the number. You, yes, could, you fucked that and up. I fucked that up. Yes, because <laughs> I was wondering. In my in my brain, it didn't make sense. Like, well, they're doing all these odd numbers. Where the fuck is the CT1? Well, CT1 is, an, is actually called like the, the, the Prime Logic, which is their 31-inch bow. I'm like, fuck that. Add that to the CT series. What is this shit? Make it make sense. <laughs> Why is that one by itself? It looks the fucking same. Um, but actually, the Primes are the ones I have really I really want to try and shoot a fucking Prime. I really do. That dual cam system just is like, oh, I want to try it. I honestly have not seen a Prime lately. The only prime dealer no one, I know of is Archery Shack. There is none in this area. And Archery Shack, unfortunately, because of how far it is away. It's almost an hour. Unless, unless we have someone to watch our kids on the weekend. Yeah. We can't actually get there. Unless you go by yourself one morning. But even still, it's... Kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. So they got really good reviews. Bowtech got actually mixed. The, they were saying they had a lot of vibrations. Everything else was good on the bows except for... The actual vibration of the bow. Yeah, yeah. They said the draw cycle was good. They could tell the speed bow, because the speed bow is the one that had the hump in the draw, yeah. that it was more aggressive. Uh, the, the biggest thing was no one liked the grip, yeah. and it had a bit of vibration. But which kind of should be expected for... Like, they, they flat out... A, a lot of the channels also said the same exact thing. The difference between the SS and the SR. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the SR is the speed bow, and the SS is super smooth. You could tell the difference between the cam. Like there was a hump on the SR right. because it was the speed bow. So it was much more of an aggressive pull, but everybody in from Archery Shack's yeah. point of view, apparently no one liked the grips on it. And then they got to PSC. That was also half and half. Which was, I, I thought that was funny. They were saying that the Evolve actually felt and shot like they, they liked the feel of how it shot. A lot better than the Evoke series. Right. Well, yeah, two of them said that, yeah. Two of the five. Yeah. They, you know, they all the rest were like, yeah, it seems about the same. You know, it seems about the same. The cages don't seem to make a much of a difference. You know, which Well, they're saying that that new cage system is remember bullshit. I was talking to you about it before mm -hmm. about this this new cage system that they're starting to use. Mm -hmm. That it's only it's the actual riser itself the the i guess the um when it's broken down to just the riser before anything else gets put into it right. is only being put out by one manufacturer yeah that's manufacturer one manufacturer doing company. it for everybody yeah and that's why they're behind on certain bows yeah that's why a lot of bows are behind schedule right now which is kind of interesting how well, only one manufacturer is doing that for well sometimes when you corner the market i mean well, they might be the only one that's willing to do it. They might have the, the specific. In. Well, that may, might, may not even just be the work in. A lot of that is controlled by a CNC machine. You might need a CNC machine with specific bits and specific size drill logger and all that other nifty shit in order to make 
have enough clearance on the curve of the riser. So you never know. That might be the main reason why. Because a lot of people are going away from the longer limbs. They're trying to make it so that the limbs actually pull towards the center of the bow mm-hmm. instead of, you know, pull away towards the front of the bow. Uh, it, it's, but it, it is kind of stupid that it seems. From what a lot of people say, it is one company making all yeah. of these and, cage but, risers for everybody. But they did say they, they don't know who is manufacturing it, which they're probably going to keep that a secret. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. probably not going to let... It'll it. kill the industry. I mean, r- realistically, if someone if it, if it's true that only one company makes all of those caged risers, yeah. it can literally... Bl- it can literally fuck up like the entire pricing schedule because it can show... And I'm no fucking analyst, but in my opinion, it would show... That companies are gouging people. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It it can pretty much show like, okay, this company makes the riser for, and you and you, the time in the CNC machine and the price for the manufacturing is the same for both and you. You're both using the same amount, the same type of aluminum with the same strength tolerances, but you're charging $200 more. Yeah. Well, they can also go back to, well, we have this and this extra on ours. Our system does this for our bow. When it comes to CNC and time and the machine and stuff like that, it's a specific price. Well, then you got the cam set up and if they put extra shit on their bow. Cams are CNC machined. Yeah, I'm talking about all the other stuff that's away from that same manufacturing company. Right. That Mm -hmm. then goes to company specific well, they you, can you say know. that it's you know well yeah, ours yeah. is this and this and this i don't know and then i'm trying to think of the other ones that everyone like else got kind of a mixed review out of all the ones they, they uh, went over obsession released their rx30 at not the rx fx30 Hello. at the event uh that one actually got bad reviews not not bad but it, it got pretty you know not good reviews yeah. Because of the amount of vibration it has, technically the bow is not out in stores and available yet, so they don't know if they were shooting a prototype, and that's what everyone else said. Yeah, the bow vibrates like a fucking bitch. Yeah, you know. So, and Obsession's one of the companies that like we like, but that that might also have been placed in there as like kind of a testing the waters mm-hmm. with everyone, which right. is fine because I mean it's it's not it's basically shops and media. It, it's not in the public eye for everyone it's kind of like okay hey what do you guys think and they Mm might have been looking for feedback and they might be going back and and tweaking some things changing some things and then putting the actual model out for sale right Mm -hmm. which is smart it is which is actually very smart yep and then the other one hoyt got the mixed yeah but that that's been going on i mean even when we we talked about the hoyt during the 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 release of the rx3 Mm mm-hmm we, I even said it back then that some people's reviews are like, if you have an RX-1, don't buy the RX-3. It's a waste right. of your money. And people are like, oh, yeah, it, it shoots so much better. And I'm like, uh, every other review I said, I've watched said, no, the second you put some dampeners on it and some stabilizers, yeah, they shoot identical to each other. There is no vibration reduction. Would, there is no well, speed reduction. It would actually be really useful if we actually got to one of the sportsman shows or something in our area that actually had all these vendors there. Yeah, yeah. Or mm-hmm. a shop that had all of these. Because, I mean, even the archery shop we go to, they he only stocks. Well, they can only stock a certain amount of stuff. Right. I mean, you can't expect them to, to stock every, every single one. Right. Mm-hmm. So the one, though, that I saved for last is a new company. 
Well, is newish. Newish. Well, newer out of the crowd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the baby out of them. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I think they're actually newer than Obsession. And actually, I don't even. Oh, and I was the other thing they said. Like, they shot the Lawless and the other Speedbows from Obsession. And those all got really, really good reviews. Like, and that's been on numerous channels where everyone's very impressed with how smooth the Lawless is. And, you know, for a Speedbow, you're going to expect some vibration. But the Obsession is, uh, their top three bows, the Lawless, and I can't remember the other two saved the life of me, but the 350 I, uh, IBO, the 360, and the 370, which is the Lawless, all seem to be getting very good reviews from numerous channels. You wanna... Okay, so what about Gearhead do you want to talk about? The fact that they look crazy as shit? This company, and you know, while you were talking, I'm actually, I was trying to find... In the little about us thing on their actual mm-hmm. webpage, I was actually trying to find a like, you know, we we started in you know whatever year, right? But it doesn't seem like they have a little, you know. I guess newer companies don't want to say like, hey guys, we're we just started last year, but we know what we're talking. We started about. this company three months ago. <laughs> yeah, but they're Wisconsin based. Oh, a lot of shit that so, come out of Wisconsin. Yeah. HHA and now Gearhead. Nice. So they have, okay, let me find it. They have a B series. So Gearhead Archery, they have some fucking cool ass bows. So they have a bunch of series that are all listed new for 2019, but I guess if they're brand new, then kind of everything's new. They redid the whole lineup. Even the B series is new. The T series is all new. They have a T15 series, an X16 series, an M series. I mean, these are. Mm-hmm. A shitload of different bows, but right. the ones I want to talk about are the B series. The B series, yes, because in that B series you have the B twenty, and the B twenty is special because it is it has ha- it has an axle to axle of twenty and a half inches. And how fast is it though? What I think it's fuck? pretty screaming. And it has an IBO speed of three thirty five. Yep, for a twenty and a half inch. Axle to axle. Yep. What the hell? That's awesome. This thing looks like a little mini me. It will fit in your backpack. It, Literally. It's... If you own like an Under Armour backpack, like I'm, I'm talking like the school style backpack, and I'm not talking a hunting backpack, just maybe something you might take on a day hike, you know, just a, a school backpack. This fucking bow will fit in that backpack. I'm watching some of these big guys fit shoot this and this is the first time i'm seeing this company mm-hmm. which we're probably talking to you guys and some of you are probably like i have never heard of this company before yeah gearhead's cool gearhead look them up gearheadarchery.com and go into b series and then you'll see what we're kind of talking about right but i was watching and the, one of the guys that they showed shooting it mm-hmm. he I mean, he had to be a bigger guy yeah, he guy. was the, the big one. And I, the group. I, I remember asking you, like, is is he shooting a kid's bow? No, no is that no, made he's for not adults? Shooting a kid's bow. Yeah. And this thing is absolutely ridiculous. So, it has the IBO speed of three thirty five. It's the twenty and a half inches axle axle. It's a four pounds of weight. Um, the draw weights go fifty, sixty, and seventy. The draw range draw range is twenty four and a half inches to thirty one and a half. And you got your brace height of 50, 50, 5.75 inches to seven and a half inches. Right. And that's the cool part about these bows, though, is you get to choose your own brace height. 
The handle is movable. So if you want it to be a seven inch, nice forgiving brace height, you set the handle all the way forward on the riser. You wanna, and granted you do have to adjust the draw length in order to make it match. If you want it to be a speed bow, you move the handle all the way out to its farthest position, which I think was, would you say five and three quarters? Yes. Okay, so five and three quarters, which is pretty damn, you know, pretty close. Yeah. My inertia is a six. So, and then you adjust the draw length accordingly. And now you have a bow that technically is a speed bow with a five and change, you know, brace height. It's wild. That's... And these bows are ambidextrous. You won't see, is this bow right-handed or left-handed? If you're left-handed, you literally unbolt the handle from the cage, flip the bow upside down. Well, to you, it would be normal if you're left-handed. Yeah. And bolt the handle back on in the left-handed position. So there's no need for a righty or a lefty bow with this because they are straight ambidextrous. Couple of bolts, flip the shit over, and boom, you are good to go. This thing is absolutely insane. I think I would love to actually try one of these out yeah yeah, they look badass i would i would like to try that. they look nuts and i'm i'm looking at the descri the description here and it says that there's custom dipping and gear head packs you know for extra cost mm -hmm. but it looks like you can probably customize it a little bit more than what they show you know you're not going to get the same riser print as you do on some of the other ones just because of how it's manufactured Oh, yeah, it's a dual. It's basically the entire bow is a shoot-through system. Right. So it's dual. It's like it's like a giant cage on both sides. It's wild But looking. it's not when we say shoot-through system, and it's it's probably not the thing that's first going to pop in your head. No. Whatever no, 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 you're no, no, picturing no. right now, if you haven't seen this yet, it's- Go look you, it up. Yeah, go look it up because you're completely wrong. Unless yeah, you're does. that 1% who's like, I'm not wrong. Like, <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm talking to everyone else. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but they have some pretty, I mean, I have to say, some pretty cool friggin' bows. Uh, downside, they are twelve and $1,300. So they are up there. The 20 inches is 1000 the 20 inch is 11.99 okay 11.99 it's not bad still so, if you look at this thing and you see the you could just look at it and see the amount of cnc work it, it, it it's impressive because yeah. there's also bars in the middle that are put in place and like the entire thing is a cnc machine guy's dream because there's so much detail in this fucking thing they're unreal they look crazy as hell yeah and you can also fit the 20 inch in a backpack that's it's insane and in their b series they have the b24 which is a 24 and a half axle axle then the b30 which is 30 and a half then the b34 which is the 34 and a half i think it keeps going to 40. and well let's see i'm looking at their b series as of right now and their whole b series lineup so they have i'll just read it from how they sort it so they have the b30 b34 b20 b24 B24 short, interesting. Might be short draw. 24 and a half available. Yeah, draw range just starts at 21 and a half to 27. Also tiny people like you. Mm, with T-Rex arms. Look at that. And they should have the T-Rex line. The T-Rex line, there you go. I'm just saying, whoever's listening that actually might work for one of these companies. <laughs> the T-Rex line for all the short draws. Mm-hmm. They can call it the Rex. The Rex. Hell yeah. And then you got the B36 and the B40. So yeah, 36 and a 40. Now, there's really, like from what I was looking through their page, the T-Series is just slower IBOs. 
Let's see. So the T series, I'll just pick one out. So you got the T24, which the draw length. Oh, so the draw. Okay, let's just go through everything for this because this is kind of interesting. So you got in their T series, you got the T24, which actually is saying a thousand dollars for retail. So the draw weights actually start from forty. They go 40, 50, 60, 70. Draw length start at 25 and go up to 30. And it's 24 and a half inch axle to axle. Aluminum weight, 3.6 pounds. Carbon weight is three. Oh, wow. Yeah. The other ones don't have like uh, aluminum or carbon. Like it's only, this is what it weighs. I think they're all aluminum. These are all lighter right. than the other ones. But they're also slower. And like the IB, IBO them, speed is 325. Right. And I think the other one was like the the uh, 330 something, 335 for the 20 inch. For a 20. This is a 24. Oh, okay. Well, They don't have one that small. Oh, okay. For this series. But still, this is, uh, I believe this is just going toward the, the lighter bows. Right. And then they have the T15, which are... It's uh that's for bow fishing. It's like a, a slingshot that shoots arrows. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. Mm-hmm. And then they have the X sixteen, which are your crossbows, and the M series, which just shows one bow. And this is kind of interesting. I don't even know. I don't even know. The M thirty Mongo. Yeah, I know. I saw that. So mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even know. You have to just honestly just go to the their website. Okay, so the the T twenty compared to the B twenty. The B twenty is fifteen feet per second faster. Okay, but the T series is lighter. Right. But honestly, I mean, you know, the majority of us are shooting a four pound bow. Right. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Absolutely. So I have to say. I would like to actually be able to get my hands on one of those and shoot them because that 20 inch is like, that's just my size. That's a little, that's even small for you. That is just my size. That's like a little mini me. It's like, if you're watching that's Austin Powers, it's a little mini me. Jesus. Come on. How cute would that be? Man, you're going to see some of those, those kids walking around with one of those, those, the, the <laughs> average, like the, the, strangely strong kids that you always see mm-hmm. they're gonna be pulling those back oh, god damn it <laughs> i gotta compete with him yeah exactly is there age like minimum to this like the fuck so that's as far as the bows go yes as far as the bows 18. go that's pretty much all of it that is worthwhile of talking about you know like i said everyone no one on a lot of the review channels no one's impressed with the new matthews lineup at all uh which is kind of sad yeah obsession people are very impressed by the speed of the lawless and the other top couple of bows like i said the 350 the 360 i just can't remember the names offhand the fx30 from obsession seems to have a bit of vibration but it's apparently it's not in production yet a lot of people are really, really impressed with Gearhead just because they're crazy looking and the B series is quite fast. And like I said, all the adjustments. There's no right or left hand. You just flip the thing over. You go from right to left hand, just a couple of screws and a couple of bolts and you know, you're done. Gearhead, 
Yeah, they have to at least be probably two, three years old, because after looking up their their uh, address for their their mm-hmm. homepage or whatever, it how uh, the actual search shows YouTube videos now. Right. I'm seeing some for like a field test review for right. the T18, April eleventh, two thousand sixteen. Yeah, so I mean, they're like the baby company of all. So of them. yeah, it's not like hey, they just came out this year, but they're uh, the newer, fairly fairly newer. Right. Yeah. So I I'm guessing they're probably like three or four years old, like from like official start, like hey, we're announcing ourselves as a company to okay, this is our production line to you know mm-hmm. where we are now. Because I, I can't find anything on their page about when they actually started. I don't know. It says uh, 2016 Gearhead T20 Compound Bow, Lancaster Archery Supply. So, yeah, I'm thinking maybe 2000, 2016 is like the newest the uh, the year that's kind of showing up for when they came around. Mm-hmm. So... That's that. Okay, <clears throat> before you get into anything else, because I know Anthony has this little list that he wrote as we were oh, watching yeah. videos, so we wouldn't forget anything. Mm-hmm. I I have to I have to put in. This is probably going to be my favorite item at ATA. Okay. Your mic is like a little wobbly. You're yeah, little, it's it's kind of loose right now. Kind of limp right now. Yep, kind of loose. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So. It was, oh my God, and I'm, why am I, well, oh my God, I'm losing the you name. You were just making fun of people for not, for saying um and some dumb no, shit. No, 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 I'm, I'm losing the name. Now you're blonding the fuck out on people. I am. The case. The, the case. The case. Oh, the Pelican Air. Yes. The, the Pelican Air, hold on, I wrote it down, 1745, I believe it was. It is a baller as fuck case. Oh uh, shit, it's on my list some fucking where. But yeah, it was a Pelican Air. Pelican Air came out with this case that is freaking seventeen forty-five. Yeah, badass. Mm-hmm. So, do you have the dimensions written down? God damn it, no. It was, oh it come was, on. Uh, interior of the case was forty-four inches. It was like forty-four by eighteen by eight. Interior. Yeah. So it's a hard so, shell case. Right. And you basically open up the case, and on one side. You have where your bow sits, and mm-hmm. it has everything to strap it down. But on top of it, it has a, a zip cover yes. that covers it. So whatever is on the other side or on top of it doesn't hit your bow. Right. And then it actually has uh, other pouches that clip on top of it. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, it has spots for all your arrows. It has a spot for two, like a, a tube. So any of the extra arrows that yes. you have, which... We have a lot of extra arrows that are always loose in the friggin' case that we have. Yes, we have a case that right now that's full of arrows. There's about 100 arrows sitting in a case, yes. You have a tube to put all of your extra arrows in. Mm-hmm. And then you got two on the sides. So for two your clips. releases, your allen yeah, keys and Two whatnot. clips for like a bag for accessories mm-hmm. to put all your extra stuff like the allen keys and the tools right. that we bring yep. you know in case we have to fix anything and then this is we shit <laughs> you have to fix anything it's like when i say we cook dinner it's like that's bullshit <laughs> yeah, uh, you yeah. cook dinner. i cook dinner you okay. know 
And even after the fact of you had all your arrows and everything else on one side, and then you had your bow and everything zipped up on the other side, you still had room after it was closed to put like clothes a pair of boots and, yeah. or clothes mm-hmm. or some shit. Holy crap. And then it has TSA locks, so they don't screw up your own locks. Yeah, this way they don't have to destroy your case <laughs> if they have to inspect your yeah. bow. Yeah, and it has a set of wheels. Right. And I think they said the case without anything in it was 20 pounds yes and if you're bringing it on a plane if you're checking it in somewhere right they i know it's like a 50 pound max most most airlines airlines. 50 pounds yeah so 20 pounds plus all your shit you're still gonna fall within that 50 pound unless Mm -hmm. you pack fucking waist and you're a moron but Mm -hmm. i feel like hey i'm gonna put these dumbbells in my case right fucking idiot but yeah i thought this case the amount of shit you could put in this case and how versatile it was with putting all the extra accessories in it and everything it was really cool that was probably my favorite that was oh yeah that case was ridiculous i have to say that case is crazy i liked it a lot there they now majority of the stuff here we're gonna tell you prices for stuff there is actually no price listed currently for this case because yeah this hasn't been made into full production yet this Uh, was like we're gonna show this case and leave everyone in some some uh, suspense and i have to say even when they were showing it off all the bowhunting.com guys they were they were all like i'm i'm getting a case even yeah, Lancaster yeah. said he's, yeah, he's getting, said that. He's he's like, getting, getting a case. One. This case, you have to look up this case or look for the video that they did this case. It was one of the recaps. It's 2019 ATA right. recap. The best way I can summarize that case, because everybody who's been in archery or seen something from ATA knows what the Bronx box is. It's like a fortified case for guns and bows and everything yeah. you're gonna bring into your that you it's it's the box you're gonna throw in the back of the fucking pickup truck with all your shit in there, you ain't gonna worry about it. Because that thing is like hardcore as all hell. This is the bow case that's equivalent to the Bronx box. That you will take on planes and you will take to places and you yeah. know your shit will be secure. And they said it has a lifetime warranty mm-hmm. on that. And it has a lifetime warranty on the locks, I believe. Right. And the wheels. Right. Because it comes with wheels. with a, you know, So you can actually, you don't have to fucking carry the shit. Which you know makes it a lot easier. Yeah. But man... I have to say, especially when we went out to tack and and uh, in November when we went up to the wedding, that shit wouldn't fit in our goddamn car. We have a case now on the top of the car. It wouldn't fit in that case. It will fit in it. No, it won't. Yes, it will. One bow might. Get the fuck out of here! That thing is gigantic. God damn okay? it! Okay, it'll fit in our trunk. Your, no, it won't. Yeah, it will. Your bow that the freaking Evolve Thirty Five is in, right, is not as big as that case, and that. Bow case barely fits in that trunk. Shit. We own a Lancer for anyone who doesn't, Shit. if we haven't said that before. Well, if we go anywhere with these cases, that means we are kidless. Yes, yes. It'll be in the back seat. So it'll be in the back It'll fit seat. in the back seat. That's yeah. about it. Or we get it fit in the trunk. Or we get driven to the airport. Oh, whatever. And then we just hand it off to them, and then we have a rental car. That's fine. That's it. I don't it. care. As long as you drug my ass before I get on the plane. Oh, Jesus. I don't care. Just step it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop being a pansy. Yeah. Make sure the flight's at 2 o'clock so I could start drinking at noon. Why does it have to be? If it was at 9 o'clock in the morning, I'd be like, we can drink. <laughs> Shots. <laughs> Get it over shit. As you can tell, I hate flying. I like <laughs> driving is... everywhere. Please. I'm a wheels on the ground type of person. Listen, if we're going on a us trip 
and we are getting to that airport early in the morning and we have no kids and we're going to be on an airplane for like two, three hours. Mm -hmm. We will be drinking before we get on that plane. That's fine. Who gives a shit? Okay. okay. So what other product would you like to go into since you just absolutely. Oh, I killed your list. You drooled all over that bow case. Oh, that bow case is really nice. That bow case is ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. So it's like sad I said, that I couldn't remember the goddamn name. Now, from looking at the other stuff from Pelican and Pelican's cases that are like kind of similar, even though there's no price release, I'm gonna just guesstimate expected to be somewhere around four to four fifty. Yeah. But your shit will be secure when it goes on a plane. Yeah. You gotta think about it from the positive side. Everybody bitched about the thousand dollars when the Bronx box came out. People are proving that the the carbon bows with the three hundred dollar like HHA sites, like I have the kingpin and whatnot. Plus, you know, if you're rocking, you know, one of the expensive QAD HDXs or whatever the fuck letters they put after their <laughs> goddamn arrow rest, that's one hundred and seventy nine, one hundred and eighty dollars. Plus, you got well. your, you know, your. Let's go absurd here. Your $300 a dozen Easton arrows, because I'll get to that in a second here too, because I was drooling over them, you know, so you're going to bitch about a thousand dollars for a box or $500 for this fucking case. When it's protecting your shit. When you're, when you just wedged without your hunting apparel or anything else, with your fucking trigger release and everything else, you're going to wedge $2,500 into it. And that $500 thing is going to make sure your shit gets from point A to point B without I gotta a scratch. say, if you're getting onto a plane, I'm going to be damned if I'm putting that in a shitty case. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's mm -hmm. no friggin' way. No. no Unless no. you're our friend Doug who likes to put his He bow. mailed it. He mailed that was his, his stinger. goddamn that was his stinger. bow. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. At the time of doing so, he thought this was a fucking great idea. Right Let now. me put my bow in a soft case and mail it and cross my fingers, <laughs> hopes to get there because the post office is such a reputable company that doesn't I destroy know, shit. Right now, because I know both of you are listening, who's laughing harder? Doug saying, fuck you, bitch, or Andreas be like, ah, she ragged on you, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> but come on. If you're going on a plane and you want your shit to to get there in one piece and you spent all that money on it, you know, uh, for long term, it, mm -hmm. it, the, but this box is going to last. This oh, is yeah. not a buy every sure. year kind of box. This is going to. Well, I mean, and also at the size of it, you know, you're talking that it will fit, you know, like the newer, bigger bows, like a shoot down or, you know, well, since we mentioned prime before, let's say a CT9, a 39 inch bow, axle to axle, that bow will fit in that case Yeah. because the bow, the case is like 44 inches internal. So you could fit a oh my god fucking beast of a bow in there that's got some decent sized cams on it and could it will fit. Could you imagine putting that twenty inch bow in there? You'd be able to pack the rest of your shit in there. You wouldn't need a second suitcase. And my bow and everything else. The way, especially the way you pack. Holy shit! Stephanie has an art of when it comes to either packing a box that we have to ship out because she ships notorious amounts of shit out, and on top of that, your your bow slings that you ship out and whatnot. Yep. You know. Stephanie can fortify a box, which is, which other people that we've shipped sites to and stuff like that that we no longer use that we we purchased when we first started the podcast. People are like, oh, you know, thanks. It, it, it arrived in mint condition, <laughs> but it took me 20 fucking minutes to get it out of the box. And this is how Stephanie wraps things. So you can imagine how she packs a fucking suitcase. Like, she will go to the extent of, like, we need more room. I got 
vacuum bags. I will Hell vacuum yeah. bag the shit out of our t-shirts, and now we got two extra feet of room. With so. that, I'd be able to fit all my clothes in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. If we were to go and to TAC with that case, I could bet you even with your Evolve 35, you could fit three days worth of clothes for the TAC, four days, let's say four days. Four days worth of clothes for the TAC, plus your bow, plus two dozen arrows in that case. Yep, exactly. With no problem. With oh, your I boots. Could. I probably could. With your boots. That we so. won't forget. Yeah, yeah, that we won't forget this time. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, okay. Get back on, on your, your little thing. Get back on my thing here. Okay, so. Oh, are you going to talk uh, about the arrows? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Wait, Jesus <laughs> fucking. Gold you, tip. I, gold tip. Their, their arrow machine that they had the arrow in a vice. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. You just well, got to mention that. That's a, quick, right, so that's a quick mention. Gold, gold tip is funny. All right. First <laughs> off, they always have Mr. Tim the Hammer Gillingham uh, do all of their promotions for him just because Tim is a very cool dude, pro hunter, pro archer for forever. And he's like the mad scientist behind shit. But they decided to show just how tough a gold tip arrow is. So they have this machine that puts pressure on the arrow, and it can literally bend the arrow into a U. Now, in my opinion, it's really not fair of, of the arrow they put up against it because they put an aluminum arrow against a carbon arrow. So they they literally put it, uh, they put an FMJ in there, a standard. From the looks of it, it was a 6 mil FMJ. It might have been a 5 mil FMJ. Uh in this press with the gold tip arrow and side by side with it as this machine is pressing these arrows into a U. Well, needless to say, the FMJ popped out of that bitch like a spring and was like, boing, just bent in half, never straightened out. Meanwhile, the, the, the gold tip arrow looks like a straight fucking U in this machine and is still not splintering nothing. No, it's, it's wild. It's I'm looking, really, I'm like, really impressive. No way. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. That's and they, ins they, that's... they left that damn thing like that for like, for hours because they then later did a whole video with tim about um what's their new the airstrike their new right. arrows the airstrikes and then there it is bent still in the fucking machine mm -hmm. you know still in a u fmj still in the case bent like a crack-headed fucking pretzel and you know and tim's like these are the new airstrikes right in front of it while the, that, yeah. the machine is pretzled right behind that's it, insane you know? It is. It's very, very. It's impressive. It really is impressive. Like, I have to say, you know, good for them. Mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. get a little golf clap for that shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so go on to your because I know exactly the arrows that you're talking about. Okay, so those are pretty fucking. Since cool. I am an FMJ fan, before we did switch to the carnivores, which I will not knock my carnivores. I love these fucking arrows from Black Eagle, but I was always an Eastern boy beforehand. So Eastern has released what they call the T64s. Now, T stands for taper. These arrows taper from 6 millimeter to 4 millimeter. It's wild. They are, yeah, they're very, very cool looking. And you can visually see them even on TV. That the Steph like, walked in the room and was like, why does that arrow look fat on the end? I was like, because it, it was is. just me. Yeah, right. And they had, um, oh, God, I can't remember his name, the pro archer that does world tours that works for Easton. He used to work for Hoyt. Mike? Steve. Steve something, whatever. So, anyway. And they explain the whole concept of this arrow is made for FOC, for front of center weight. It automatically adds like 4% to your FOC without you having to add brass inserts or any of that shit. So if you're shooting like a 5 mil FMJ and you're running 10% FM or 10, yeah, 10, let's say 10%, 11% FOC, just by switching to these arrows with no brass inserts, you will automatically jump to almost 15, which is, you know, is a much better number. 
So, but now the idea behind these arrows is that one, you get the FOC, which everybody wants because it pulls the arrow to the shot. It helps divert less in wind, blah, 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 blah. There's a hundred different stats people can say about it. Now, the cool part about it is, is that due to the reduction of the size of the shaft, mm-hmm. there's a dick joke in there, from <laughs> six mil to four mil, now you have a reduction of friction as it's going to blow itself through the arrow, through the arrow, through the animal. Hello. So, you know, so the taper is going to do several things for you. The taper is one, is going to give you the FOC added to the arrow. So you're automatically a 4% higher right off the bat. And you're going to have less restriction behind it. The air, the rear of the arrow is narrower, so you're going to have less wind drag, less potential for the arrow to go sideways, even if there is wind, because of the arrow being narrower. And also being that the fact you have the FOC, so the arrow is still pulling itself through the air. So there, there's so many like crazy things. These arrows are $300 a dozen. Fuck that noise. And I'm sitting here like a fucking drooling little bitch, like, these are awesome. And then Steve says the price, and I'm like, oh. They are out of my range. My God. If I order these, step is going to stab me. Yes, I will. Like, With the arrow. Jesus Christ. I feel that like taper now, bitch. Yeah, yeah. How's that taper <laughs> feel, asshole? Yeah. They might drop in price mm. within the first... These are considered the elites. So I'm expecting within the next couple of weeks here, we're going to see Mr. Dudley and Mr. Haynes both shooting these things very soon. Yeah, they shoot you. Even though Dudley does have his Online. signature knock-on series of the Axis and the FMJs, I'm kind of expecting we're going to see some like knock-on and you know keep fucking hammering. Well, uh, the, the series of these FMJs. I think that doesn't Cam Haynes shoot Eastons? Yes, he shoots so, FMJs. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't switched to anything else. No. Okay. So no. yeah, he, he's Cam probably is, going. Cam to be- is like the most loyal person. Yeah. From like you watch him in videos, you could just see the loyalty in him. It, it, it's ridiculous. Well, it's uh, a good thing though. It is. It's very. It's, it's super. I mean, well, he's also super driven. I mean, but Jesus Christ, when he, he goes to run these two hundred mile races, dude trains by running a marathon a day. Yeah, I know. I runs- You're supposed to run a marathon and take a fucking three month break. He runs it a day before these fucking, you know, th- these two hundred mile super runs. But that's that's people who say you're supposed Ultras. to do this and supposed to do that. Aren't probably doing half that shit. Oh yeah, you're overtraining. You're Please, yeah. no. So I mean, it, it really is. I mean, they're they're a cool, very very cool set of arrows. You know, they'd be interesting to try out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I could manage not to fucking pay three hundred dollars for a dozen of them. But yeah, we're not paying that. You know, we have to. If I could find a, a six pack, you know, it'd be fun. You know, but the thing is, is with these coming out this year, you know, within another year, you're gonna see other companies. Start to kind of no follow one the sells flow. arrows like that. No one sell. No one seems to make a fucking thing like the FMJ. Nobody. But it's an aluminum sleeve with a carbon core. The whole idea of what they're doing is probably going to spread out, and it's probably no. going to be going into. You don't think so? No, Why absolutely not? not. No, everyone is is carbon crazy right now. Everybody, you know, we switched back to carbons going to the carnivores. We were both shooting FMJs for a long ass time. I didn't mind the heavy ass arrow. Well, that inertia was fast enough to put anything through the fucking air. The other reason is because we were we had to buy extra for the actual event, and they were a little bit cheaper. They were forty dollars less a dozen. Yes, mm-hmm. so it was also a price point thing because yes, we were getting ready to lose a lot of arrows. We did not know if we were going to lose them or not. Right. Exactly. So I would rather lose a cheaper arrow than a more expensive one. And they shoot great. 
Yeah, they do. I'm not saying that just because it's cheaper, they're going to shoot mm-hmm. shittier. It's just that if we're looking at things... Yeah, but nobody, right now, nobody else on the market that I've noticed, right. at least, has an aluminum sheeted arrow. A right lot of people now. are doing like... Uh, okay, since we mentioned Tim before, uh, um, gold tip. Right. Their smoothness is primarily in the paint job that's on the arrow. But what I'm saying is, is that whatever goes on right like this past weekend, other companies within the next year might tag along, like they might use some of these new things coming out. Right. Especially with those arrows and be like, oh, okay, we can do this now. And they might start to go in that direction. You don't, mm-hmm. you really don't know what's going to be going on the next year. There, mm-hmm. Each company is looking for the next thing to kind of put them in front of the others. Right. So if they see something's working for one, they're like, oh, okay, well, let's just figure out this and right it's like the whole range finder is built into the site that just started another wave of, of yeah what's yeah. coming out which mm-hmm. unfortunately with um shit what's the garmin mm-hmm. they didn't have anything new this year no but if you think about it garmin yeah, is they, they anything... released a product like that was balls to the wall first year out yeah i mean but if you think about it garmin is anything gps driven so it could be hunting it could be fitness it could be yeah Garmin's not going to publicize like, hey, there's a firmware update. Okay. No. What, are you going to put an antivirus on my fucking scope? Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, but I I think that with this next ATA, because that's like kind of a good year to year Mm -hmm. point, you'll probably see other companies doing this. I hope so. I really think so. I I really do think so. Especially if they do well. Especially if they sell well, they're like, "Oh, hey, we can make it a little bit cheaper." And yeah, but I don't know. It, uh, I don't know. I, I'm just not. I don't see a lot of, and I don't see a lot of the other companies doing anything with aluminum. You never I really know. don't. You never Especially know. after F, uh, FMJ, after Easton went out of the way to make the match grade setups, which are one thousandth straightness, where your normal FMJ is at three thousand. Right. There's not going to be much on the market that's going to be that way and like out of the box ready to just go hunting with and destroy anything you're going to shoot. Well, we'll see. You know, well, yeah, that is true. We'll see. We'll, we'll see, see what happens. You never know. But everyone is, I mean, There's realistically right now, everyone are, thinks technology is <laughs> in carbon. So, you know, that, that that seems where it's at. Well, speaking of arrows, mm-hmm. if you want to move into the broadheads, the new system that kind of everyone's using. All right. Well, gearing toward, I should say. Yes, everyone seems to be gearing toward this. So I'm only going to mention one broadhead in particular because everybody almost seems to be doing the same shit. So, and that's going to be the Rage Hypodermic. The new version of the Hypodermic is called the Hypodermic NC. NC stands for no collar. Now, if you've shot any of these mechanical blades before, you'll know that you have some sort of rubber band that's called a collar that you slide over it. So as you shoot it, it doesn't automatically deploy and try to remove one of your fingers. That's no longer needed. Now there is a bearing inside the top of the head that you literally snap the blades shut to hold it in place. So there's no more collars to put on. These have, uh, I believe that, when I was watching the video, they were saying that they were shot out of crossbows that are over 400 feet a second, and they did not deploy right on on the fire. But as soon as they hit the target, the uh, the the blades deployed. Well, obviously that's the point. I know that. <laughs> it's the, 
God damn it. If they didn't deploy it when they hit target, then mm-hmm. it's fucking worthless. Right, exactly. So, but this <laughs> Might seems well throw to be... a spoon at the goddamn deer. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Cut your heart out with a spoon. Here, guys, stop. <laughs> Why a spoon, cousin? <laughs> he keeps going back to that video of the guy throwing his bow at the turkey that's still running with the arrow. The arrow is sticking out of the fucking turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, just yeah. be throwing your shit mm-hmm. at the fucking deer. How many because times <laughs> I've been tagged in that video? But like, dude, this is you. No, I would have killed the turkey because I would have shot its head off. No, that's me. Yeah, that's God you. God damn it. God damn it. That turkey, give me back my arrow. Um, so, but yeah, it seems like a lot of the companies, though, are all doing the same exact thing. Everybody's going to bearing style uh, blade holders instead of collars, which is going to be good. I mean, you're going to have a lot less More deployments. Safety. Yeah, there's a lot, and there's a lot less to worry about. Yeah. You know, you don't, you're not going to have to worry about, oh, I shoved the arrow in my quiver too fucking hard. The foam hit it, it deployed, it broke the collar. Now I'm in the field. I got to try and slip a new collar over and blah, 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 blah. No. Just grab the end of the blade and clink, done. Yeah. You're good to go. It is relocked in place. Load that arrow up and aim at whatever you're going for. Which is good. Any advancement they have with the broadheads. As far as the mechanicals, yeah, yeah, the mechanics yeah. of it. The only thing I didn't see was uh, I'm, I'm kind of hoping maybe they put that into the Rage Extremes, you know, being that that's a cut on contact and a mechanical. But they were they they kind of highlighted the hypodermic only. I saw a lot of ads for Schwackers. Well, that's because that's leave, the, Levi they have Morgan's. the Levi Morgan signature edition. Yeah, I saw a so, lot from him going on. Of course, it's Levi Morgan. Yeah, he's the man. Of course, you know. Hello. I probably like the one of the nicest people in all of archery. And he'll kick your ass at shooting. Yeah, I know. Oh, God. <laughs> and he'll smile at you and be friendly while he does it. Hey guy, high five. Oh hey, shit, guy. wait, you just lost. Oh, no yeah, high yeah, five. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, no high exactly. Five? No high five? No cookie. <laughs> that, that was Steph smacking the microphone. Sorry. Right. I was high five in the microphone. You're high five in the microphone. Woo-hoo! Okay. Yes, so no? what product would you like to go to next? Oh, oh, oh the uh ah shit. Why am I forgetting all these goddamn names? This is when you see too okay, much in one. So describe stuff. it, and I will try. It was, it was basically the piece. It's the sensor that you put on the riser okay. of your bow. I know exactly what you're talking about because that, that's one of the ones on my list here. Gear okay. Ca- uh, cam. Gear. Hold on. Let me just say the damn name of it before you fucking completely make me start laughing. While I'm going to try and do this. Okay. If anybody knows, there's a company named Atomic Rods. They make stabilizers. <laughs> Wait, what's the company's name? Atomic Rods. Yes, yes, yes. They have very cool atomic bomb logos at the end of their weights. So very, very cool. Um, they made this. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So they made this cool little thing. It's jam called the Gamma Scan. <laughs> the Jam Cam. What you call it? You know what you just said? The Jam Cam. The Jam Cam. The Jam Cam. Jam. It's called the Gamma Scan. <laughs> the Gamma Scan. Now, what this does is like a lot of people are gonna when you go to shoot target or hunting bow, a lot of times you'll try to balance the bow before you actually start to shoot. Now, what this thing does is you strap this little mechanism, and there's a couple of gyroscopes, and it, and it looks like you're strapping a watch onto the riser of your bow. Mm-hmm. And it syncs to your phone through Bluetooth, and it records when you're at full draw how much the movement. your movement you have going, you know, side to side, vertical, whatever. So you'll see the little swirl. And then what that does is that gives you an idea of say, okay, my bow is balanced beforehand, but it's not exactly balanced to me. Now, if you notice your bow is going, let's say, to the left a little more than to the right, you can decide to say, screw it. I'm going to take an ounce off the right, or if the bow is going to the left, and you, okay. So you want to take an ounce off the left, 
and if you're used, this is if you're using a V bar because it's the easiest one to describe. You take an ounce off your left bar, add the ounce to your right bar, do it again, let it record, and then you'll see the difference in your stabilization. So basically, what it does is it allows you to monitor yourself to get the ultimate balance out of your bow as possible yeah. to where it looks like there's just a little circle going in the middle of this target. It's basically to tell you where you're pulling. Yes, yes. Which exactly. is kind of really cool. It is very because cool. Because I know some days, like, I'll pull, mm -hmm. and then other days, I don't know if it's maybe my sight over me or right. whatever else. So that would actually come into, like, really good use saying, like, okay, no, you're actually not moving around. So, okay. So then maybe it's my, I have to move my sight over. Oh, maybe yeah. it just shifted or something like that. Or if that's right on target, I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm pulling this shit. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. really cool. Do they say how much that... It will be $299. Yeah. Now, I mean, granted, there's a lot of technology involved. You get the scan, the, the scan, you get the app that goes on your phone that matches it. Right. And you can record, and it's not just for like you. So if you have it and, you know, I want to use it for you, I can use it for you. If we're in town with Doug, we can check Doug's to get his. It's not person specific. Right. Once you own it, you own it. Now, the funny part is, is that people came up with the question of, well, what happens if the person's a pro? Well, they kind of thought of that because when they were apparently making this thing, they realized they thought something was wrong with the machine. No, the Pro Archer was just that steady where it looked like there was a dot in the center of the screen that was barely moving. So they had to make an upgraded version for someone who would consider themselves a pro or has the stability of a pro to get the microscopic movements or miniature movements, whatever whichever way you want to word it down so even a pro can get more stabilization out of themselves which is really really crazy yeah so that's that's something that i would i would love to try now and you have to wonder i mean when a piece of technology comes out like this one you're always going to have the fucking asshole who's going to hate on it like oh, mm -hmm. this technology is interfering with archery yeah. what i want to know is how many people who are not sponsored by atomic are going to be closet case fuckers who buy this goddamn thing shoot in their basement where no one could see them and be like i just stepped my shit up to another level I'm going to try and go out this season and fuck everybody up. Because if you if you are serious about archery and you are on the competition level type of shit where this thing would come into play to make you an even more steady and more badass archer, shit. Drop $300 on it. Go shoot in your basement. No one can see you. I got to say, though, that's that's some pretty cool shit, though. Yeah, fuck yes. Do that. And honestly, for us, it's for two people, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm serious. I mean, you could, you know it's going to happen. Somebody that's shooting, like, doinker stabilizers or bee stingers, someone's going to be in their fucking basement because, hiding this thing. Well, it's like how he described it. You don't really, you can't really tell someone, okay, this is, this stabilizer is good for you or this amount of weight is good for you. You don't really... Yeah, you don't know yeah. off the bat without kind of going through all your motions. Absolutely, and everything like this that. would so go to helps. the person, which is ridiculous. Which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's fucking awesome. That is, it's a very very cool piece of tech. I mean, this can go for a hunter, you know, just to make sure that that your bow is stabilized to you. Mm -hmm. This can go for, like I said, target archery to make that person with the thirty inch stabilizer and. 17 ounces of weight on the fucking rear left side of their bow yeah. to make them i mean just that much fucking better it's ridiculous and you know and to put it into perspective that 299 that's going for mm -hmm. you could do this piece of equipment that will do everything positive for you that it'll, it's actually like a good piece of technology mm -hmm. or you can buy a six gallon cooler 
go. <laughs> so you have $300 in your pocket, and you can buy this, or you can buy the Yeti six-gallon cooler. It's in my notes here, too. I wrote it down. It's right at the bottom. Is it? Yep. Oh, there it is. Here, would you like to rip this one apart since me and Stephanie love making fun of Yeti? No, it's not much to it. It's a six-gallon cooler. That With a water spout. With a water spout. Yes. It's a six-gallon water cooler called a silo. That's it. And it's $300. That's it. For That's a six-gallon water cooler. Yeah. I have, you know what? Yeti, we don't like to really badmouth companies. But the thing is, is that when we have coolers that we see coming out that are half the price for the same size, mm-hmm. that do the same amount of coolness, the coolness factor. I just like all the videos on YouTube where people are like, look, the Ozark does the same exact thing for the same amount of time. But you know what? Props to Yeti for still being able to get that money out of people because I guess if you sponsor the right people and... and some people buy it on who, you know, name brand, and it's just like fashion. People buy clothing that are completely overpriced because so-and-so wears it, or it's the next big company, or, you know, it's whatever. But man, a six-gallon cooler with a water spout is just... For $300. $300. No, I'd rather yeah, actually I mean, buy I'm that. sorry, their lawn chair for 300 bucks was worse. So that's just ridiculous. Yes, yes. You know, there's other coolers out there that can do the same job. But you know what? If they get that money out of people, then I guess props to them for still staying strong on that price point. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. obviously they're still doing pretty well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're still sponsoring people and they're still bringing in the money and they're still coming out with new shit. Right. Absolutely. So. What else was there? All right. So let's see. Arrow rests. The only arrow rest oh. that I really want. Because I thought about it. QAD, what was the the company that actually has the built-in? Okay. That's what Matthews bows. Ah, Matthews bows, right. since you're going to bring that up, since I'm going to mention arrow rests anyway. QAD has a partnership with Matthews that if you buy one of the traverses or vertexes or whatever Xs that are out right now. <laughs> um the actual riser is actually dovetailed, and they have their partnership with Q- QAD, like I said, and they make specific arrow rests that actually mount directly to the riser of the Matthews bow, which is very, very cool. So there's no, you know, there's no extra bolt in the side. You just boop, crimp it on, set your, your vertical so everything is straight, and you're done. Which I'd like to see that in person. Yeah, yeah. It's different here. from seeing it on a video, but I would like to actually see it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Person, which would be kind of cool. All right. So other than that one, which is the sponsorship, that, which is the mention of QAD, having the, the bolt-on ones for Matthews, the only other really arrow rest that caught my attention oh, oh. of all the ones that they were talking about on there was the new one from Ripcord, and it's called the Lock. Mm, I don't now, think I've... I don't think... I, I think this is one of the videos you watched without me. Yeah, yeah. It pretty much was. Now, pretty. Ripcord, usually most of their arrow rests are cable, bus-driven, whatever. This one is actually a limb-driven, and it also has the ability where you push a button and the forks for the arrow rest come up to hold your arrows, and it's a full contained system. It's got micro adjust. So, like, this is the, like, every bell and whistle you can imagine from a ripcord arrow rest, this thing has it. It has micro adjust. It's limb-driven. It has the button to lock the arrow rest in the up position for you. 
like it has everything you would need from a ripcord arrow wrist. Granted, it comes as a premium, just like QADs. The more you go higher up the line, the micro adjust ones are like one hundred and eighty dollars. Well, obviously, right. This one is two hundred and thirty dollars. So it it does come Oof. at quite the premium, but Ripcord also has a very very like their code red, which is their standard hundred dollar arrow rest, and is probably like their lowest arrow rest they make. Mm-hmm. Is probably one of the most quality arrow rests that people have on the market right now. Well, once you figure out what you like, then spending the more money on something more specific makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna kind of just feel it out by buying the brand new top of the line. Oh yeah, absolutely. Thing. Right. All right. Uh, let's see. That was pretty much the only arrow rest that caught my attention out of all the videos. HHA. When it comes to sights, everybody knows they who have they the are. metal tags. Middle tags. The actual markers, the site. No, no, I'll get to that. Okay. I'll get to that. There, there was a couple of sites that caught our attention. Everyone last year freaked out, like, lost their shit when HHA released the Tetra, which is basically a cheaper version of the Kingpin that I shoot. The wheel is not removable and blah, blah, blah. Well, now they've made a version of the Tetra that has a dovetail. So it makes the it basically makes it a hell of a lot more adjustable. You can get the site out much farther than you would with the fixed bracket. So it's just been a redo of the Tetra. So now you have your options just like you have with the Kingpin. You either have the fixed mount, which is the one I have of the Kingpin. And uh, the tournament edition of the Kingpin is has the dovetail, which I don't have. So they made a Tetra basically the same way. It is a fixed bracket and there's also a dovetail bracket. Now, when it comes to the other sites, you also have CBE release their Engage series which is a very, very cool set of sights. They got single pin, three pin, five pin dovetail, so you can move the spacing, um, the in and out adjustments on it, everything. I mean, it, it's very, they're very, very good, good sights. And everybody seems to be very comparable in site prices right now. Everything's going to run around $300 for these sites. Yeah. Like the Tetra dovetail is 300 bucks. The fixed one is 270 there's the same thing as with CBE because I remember the prices off the top of my head. Single pin was three oh nine, triple pin was uh, three nineteen, five pin was three twenty nine. Yeah, but they also came out with a avert like some sites this year that were on the lower. The yes, 60, yes, their tactics sixty two something dollars, yeah, and I yeah. think like eighty one ninety nine. They or... did an entry level uh, group of sites called the Tactic. Yeah. And those were sixty something dollars, eighty something dollars was yeah. the highest one. So they're still including the wide price range. They're right, not just right. shooting for the large. But the, ones. the the bottom end ones, I mean, realistically, I don't want to sound like a fucking asshole, but if you're gonna spend a hundred dollars on a five pin, go buy yourself a trophy ridge and just save yourself some money. Yeah. I'm just saying, though, they're could, they're offering... Well, the, the the big thing that people like is like, oh, look, you could take this knob out and you put it here and you move the pins because the pins are gear-driven. Yeah, well, guess what? Trophy Ridge has been doing that for like two fucking years now. Yeah. So, and that site is like $30 cheaper, you know? So, I mean, it's a nice site setup. I mean, the Engage series, you could tell that's where they dropped the money. That's where the money was going to be. Right. And now also, I believe the one you were talking about with the metal uh, side tapes was Excel. Yeah, we were talking about it earlier. Right. So what they did was after you get your ranges and everything in effect to where they got to be and you know everything's good to go, you got the right side tape, 
you can literally send away for the metal sight tape. So this way, it's it. It's metal. It will never rub through. It, I mean, it, it it's really, really wild when you really think about it. And a lot of people have to worry about, oh, you know, the, the weather. It's going gonna, it's gonna to eat through the material tape that they, you normally get with the sight. Well, you ain't got to worry about that anymore. Now you can get a metal sight tape, and that's it. You're done. You know, which is really, really badass when you come to think of it. I mean, it's metal. It means it could take a hit. It could take the weather. It could take everything. And once you're set, unless you change arrow setups, you're done. That's it. You don't need to change it for no freaking reason. Nothing. So. Well, if that's what you have and that's what you're set on, then it's yeah. worth it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which is really cool. Yeah, it is. It's very, very cool. Did they say how much it was? But the sight tapes? No, they yeah. didn't mention a price, no. Okay. Not that I've seen in any of the videos, no. Okay, so on to one more thing here I'll mention because the other stuff is just like minor little things that we saw. And that was everyone has to buy strings eventually. No, we're not sponsored by anybody, so don't take this like we're sponsored by anyone because I actually do not have these strings on my bow. I have 60X strings on my inertia currently, and Steph has DEFCONs. So America's Best Bow Strings, super well-known company. Lots of pros use their stuff. Lots of fucking pros use their shit. And they're expensive. Right. Now, before, from what I remember, from the last time I looked at, at strings when I was going to buy them from there, there was two levels right. for America's Best. Now there's three. So you have the Platinum Series, the Premium Series, and the Pursuit Series. Now, everything just changes by $30, basically, is what it is. The Pursuit Series is their low end, which is $100. Premium series is 130. Platinum series is souped nuts. Best of the best of the best. $160 for the set. You choose your color. You choose your servings. You choose fucking everything. So, which is really good now that they gave a third tier. So, if you got 100 bucks, you can order a set of American Best Strings if that's what you want. Now, the cool thing is that they've made another company. Now, this company is called Huntline. I think the web the website is bowstrings.com. And it's not currently up yet. They're still working oh, on it. I was getting ready to go. No, it's not up yet. So what this company does is it's going to be kind of more of the generic strings. For so, us common folk. For us common folk, yes. <laughs> but they still vouch that these strings are better than the factory strings you've gotten on your bow. So they're not going to be the premiums of you know, top of the list, like their Platinums or their Premium Series. Right. But they're saying that these strings from Huntline are going to be better than your factory strings, which I thought was pretty cool. And the guy mentioned the generic price in the video, which I thought was really, really cool. And he was saying these generic strings are going to be $70. That's a really good. You're not, granted, you're not going to have the massive amount of color choices. You might get the standard like Camel and Black or black strings, it's not going to be, you know, pick one of 75 colors and we're going to make them according to what you want. Yeah, the two-color twists. and Right. There's going to be, well, the, he said like one of the two-color twists is going to be tan and black, which is a camo. Yeah. So there's going to be like a tan and black, there. right, all black. There's, there's really not going to be colors. It's just going to be, you know, the strings. Um, still, you know, they're not like... Still, um, that's not... I mean, that's not bad from them. No, it's really not. Well, they said they even changed like some of their warranties. The Platinum Series and the Premium Series have a one-year warranty. Pursuit has a six-month warranty. And I believe Huntline strings are also going to have a six-month warranty, 
which is really, really good. Yeah. So, I mean, string warranties, that's good. And these guys are guaranteeing, like, no creep, no peeps, peep twist, nothing. Like, you well, put you them on, you can't always guarantee done. no creeps. <laughs> <laughs> so, which I thought was really, really cool. And I'm actually looking forward to this hunt line series because, well, I still need strings for the inertia. Well, mm -hmm. Are we still going to do what we were talking about before? Uh, I, if I could find another set of limbs, that limbs I was set of limbs I was looking at sold already. Oh, I so. thought you were looking at a place that had multiple. He, according to what he showed on his posting, he had multiple sets and they all sold at once. Fucking liar! So he probably had two. That's what I think. He probably just had the one bow worth of limbs where it said he had five Bitch. sets. So I doubt out. he sold five illiterate motherfucker so um which is really cool not a, the other bowstring companies really didn't seem to make their presence known like i saw nothing from 60x i saw nothing from you know oh whatever <laughs> the, the string has worked fine on my inertia for no i did i'm not saying listen let me you just don't let like me the customer clarify. service you have clarified this 50 fucking times well let me do a 51 more times oh so there, there's nothing wrong with the actual product. It's just the people that work for them are a bunch of assholes. And if you're not, you know, willing to actually treat the people that you that buy from you with any kind of, you know, non assholeness, then mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have time for that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. So go ahead. Sounds okay. quick. That yeah, was quick. Wow, it was a quick rant from you for a change. Wow. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's pretty much. I mean, the, a, a lot of the stuff that really caught my attention, like this other cool one that I, that was on there, and which has nothing to do with accessories. This happened to be something that you're going to use in the field. Maybe it's dark at night. Good idea. A lot of hunters carry a UV light on them. Oh, that spray. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so it's from a company <laughs> called BAI, and what it's called is Ghost Eye Marking Spray. Now, this is a biodegradable spray. It does stick to the trees. You do need a UV light to make this shit glow in the dark. No, it just is, your flashlight. No, you need a UV light. No, they said just your flashlight. Can't. He said to charge it, you just shine your flashlight Oh, well, again. yes, that's right. Yeah, it, does, it glows in the dark. Um, but it'll, it'll help you find your way in and out of the woods. So you could literally mark your entire way. In and out of the woods. And since it's biodegradable, it actually will wash off. The, it, it's not permanent. It six will wash off the months. trees. Yeah, six to seven months, and it washes itself completely clean. Yeah. So, you know, unless you have deer that happen to be, like, spooked by some stupid shit, you know, whereas you're spraying the whole tree. Or unless you got like someone marketing on your territory oh. who's marking their own way, and you're following their shit, and you're like, God you damn it. That would be funny as hell. No, I, it wouldn't. I'd that, be that would be great. You go in the what woods the after fuck? someone sprayed this shit, and you sprayed the rest of the trees right back to their own fucking yard. Like, get out of my goddamn woods. Or you know your buddy's doing it, so you go in after him, <laughs> oh, and you start spraying some random shit. That's fucked up. <laughs> so he's out there like, God damn it, I'm lost. I want to know something. I really, since you pointed that out, what? And I just got to say, because I think it'll be funny. How many do? How many people you think it'll be going drawing dicks on trees with this stuff? Oh Jesus! <laughs> I, I'm just. I'm sorry. Too many people. It popped into my head. It's it's it's, a, it's ten to midnight, and I'm getting tired, and we're here doing this. So, 
but yeah, I mean that that's for the most part that's all of the stuff that caught my attention. So like far, you know, they're gonna still be putting videos out for right. The yeah, next this is the first weeks. batch of videos. Like Lancaster hasn't put out any videos yet. PJ Raleigh was just in the bowhunting.com ones. I honestly, I want to hear his opinion about because I know he shoots all the bows. Yes, well, he's a Matthews guy. Yeah, I want to hear what he thinks about the bows because just because a group of five individuals thinks one way about some bows does yeah, not it, mean it, it was like that in other videos too i want to see what he thinks about yeah. it because mm -hmm. he gives a neutral okay these are the positive these are the negatives from what i said and he doesn't really say like oh i i would never do this or oh yeah he kind of goes a neutral like you know these are the pros these are the cons mm -hmm. and that's it well, it's like he even said there in one of the videos that right after the verdicts got released, Lancaster ran a sale. And when right. he walked in the next morning, they had eight Bowtex building verdicts at the same time. Yeah. They were saying that it was a really good selling bow. Oh, so yeah. that's what I don't understand. See, that's what I don't understand either. I mean, even the guy that I watched in Arkansas, um, but is it Better just Outdoors. But is it that's selling? Because who shoots, who be. shoots a Matthews? It might be. Who shoots Matthews? Yeah, all, everybody. Levi Morgan. Yeah, Levi Morgan, Dan McCarthy, Sharon Wallace, fucking but Levi Emily Morgan McCarthy. Is, keep is on going. Levi Morgan is one that's right in the mainstream media. Like you see his it, shit all the time. What? It's I'm not saying just, I'm he's not the guy archery. That, yeah. If you are just flipping through like social media and shit, his ads are probably the. He is one of the ones that I see the most in random ads from sponsors. Oh yeah. Than I see anyone else. Right. Unless you go to a specific archery video where they focus on certain archers. He is the one I see the most at, off of like your you oh, yeah. targeted. I mean, when so, you look at archery right now, no matter what you're going to say, I mean, realistically, Levi Morgan is right now can be considered the greatest of all time when it comes to any sort of 3D event. Oh, yeah. He's got what, 11, 12 shooters of the year? Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, the, people the, are gonna be happy. The man with is a fucking like. Even last year, oh, he didn't do he didn't do good. The first couple of fucking matches, as people started talking shit, he came back and fucking wrecked everybody. Yep. And still won Shooter of the Year and won the fucking title. And I mean, I mean, the dude, the dude can shoot. And that's not to knock anyone else. I mean, Dan McCarthy is a fantastic shooter. He's not the only good shooter. Out there. No, no, he's, he's just not. doing exceptionally he well. He just happy. I don't know how he does it until like even when I watched that one shoot down, and and it was Jack Wallace versus Levi Morgan, and it was almost upsetting to me because I mean we've met Jack and we've met Sharon and they're both super super nice and. When I watched the thing on Bow Junkie and I watched Jack hit that fucking 14 and I'm like, oh shit, Jack just took it away from Levi. Sure shit, fucking Levi hits a fucking 12 nope. and wins by two points. And I'm like, <gasps> yeah, I was like, oh my God. And Levi just calm, calm, calm. Dude, he hit that fucking 12. It was like a gorilla exploded. He's fucking screaming, fist pumping like, yeah. You know, I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> let it out, bro. Let it out. <laughs> you know, you deserve that shit because... I mean, you know that shot. There had to be so much pressure. Just he was just like, "Boop, I'm calm, I'm cool," and I'm just like, it's "I'm cool sitting here tapping, his, uh... sweating, like, oh shit, is Jack gonna take this away from Levi?" And I, I mean, I, I, I gotta say, I thought Jack did take it away from him, and then sure as shit, Levi hits this twelve in twelve ring from like forty eight fucking yards. Some stupid, absurd distance. I'm like, he pulled the happy <gasps> Gilmore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to your home. Yeah, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. It was, it was great. I mean, it was that was one of the probably one of my favorite shoot offs of last year.
Mm. It was really, really wild. So, but yeah, that that's pretty much it. I mean, they showed case like the breadcrumb knocks, which we've talked about before, which is the Bluetooth knocks that sync to your phone. So, you know, you could find your arrow or if it's still stuck in the deer or whatever animal you shot, it helps track the animal down. Right. Um, and that's pretty much it. You know, like there didn't seem to be as much highlight worthy stuff this year in comparison to some of the old ones. Well, again, they still have time that they're putting out videos. Yeah, there's still gonna be a lot more videos coming out. Maybe there'll be a part two to this next week. Um, and the other cool, last like cool thing I'll mention here is the HS Strut Cookie Cutter Turkey Call, <laughs> which basically is if you're like myself or like the guys from Bowhunting.com were joking around and you suck at using a turkey call, this thing goes on top of your turkey call disc that you'll have your little twig that does all the noises. And it's a guide to show you how to it's use like a it. Stencil for each call. It literally is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The distress call, whatever. So, and it shows you. Okay, go in this pattern and then do this, do that. And it was a really, really cool item for turkey call hunters. It's something that I was like, is, is it on their website? I want to go buy it. Yeah, I don't and think it's, it's not, even out yet. Yeah, it's not even on their website. But it's called the Cookie Cutter, and it's from H H S, which is Hunter Specialties. It's called the Strut Cookie Cutter, which and it's for their turkey call discs. Yeah, I think mm. Lancaster will probably end up carrying it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they will. Yeah, even PJ Raleigh said he's like, I want one. Yeah. <laughs> so, but other than that, I am good for the videos that were all released this weekend. Hopefully there will be more coming out this week. Maybe, like I said, we can do a part two next week. And Yeah, we'll see what comes go from out. there. See how they other people think of the bows. Right, yeah, I, I want to see some more of the other ones. Like I guess, you know, it, it's kind of funny when you see Matthews get as butchered as they did. That's, uh, you know, I don't know. I a don't lot know. of people didn't say shit about PSE. I've seen more videos about PSE's crossbows than I did see about the Evokes. Everyone's like, okay, the Evokes and updated Evolve. That's it. And then I didn't see shit about Arch, um, Hoyt. Well, a lot of people really didn't have, well, there was a couple of videos on the RX3. There was, but, but it was I, like, ah, okay, it's the RX3. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. it's carbon. It's dead uh -huh. in the hand. It's expensive. I've seen more videos on the Helix which is the aluminum version of the um, the RXs. Yeah. And people are like, the Ultra Helix is fantastic. It's great. It's dead in the hands. It's still got enough speed. It's in the high 330s. You know, that bow is great. So maybe, you know, maybe this, especially now since the pressure got put on them, because originally, from what I'm saying, they weren't going to put out an Ultra version of the Helix. It was going to be a 30 inch and they were done. Right. Um, now they have 34, which kind of puts it in the pro defiant 34 range so you know maybe maybe hopefully there'll be some videos coming out on that you know, there wasn't a lot of publicity on the rx3 because from what it seems like in the, the other episode we did there they're just there's not enough of a difference even though they're saying this is a whole different bow apparently people just don't think so we'll see you know and it, it's the same thing with everybody it's like i ain't spending my money on that nope 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 which it, it, it's they're gonna have to start resetting some of the prices on these bows eventually i think that's gonna happen they're gonna level out they can't keep going up like they are i, I think if the companies like bear keep on releasing bows Oof. like the divergent and the rival getting praised by almost every channel bear we came watched, back strong this year yeah two of everyone's top five bows happen to be from bear yeah. one for target one for hunting you know the the divergent for hunting being a 28 inch axle to axle so it's pope and young and all of that fucking crazy competition shit approved yeah and then the rival for 3d who's Re gonna expect the revival revival what did i say 
Rival. Oh, Revival. You know, for 3D and everyone, just like we said, that American flag, black and white pattern. That is, is a fucking, fucking awesome pattern. Dope, you know, yeah. so, you know, it, it is what it is. But, okay, I'm good for today. I am too. All right, folks, have fun. We will be back next week. Yes. And uh, maybe there'll be a part two of this. We'll see.